0: everyone, I'm Suzy Sevier. And I'm Michael Barnhart. Welcome to the Adventures of a Real Estate Investor podcast, where we interview industry experts and chat with them about their passions and how they're leveraging real estate investing to create an impact in their world. What impact do you want to make?
1: Did you know there are almost 8 billion people on this planet? What if each of us started with ourselves, with our family, in our community? All we have to do is start with a manageable 1% action every day the effect of those billions of 1% gestures would be astronomical. This is your place to reflect and believe. Join us every week to start cultivating those ideas on the impact that you want to make in your world. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Adventures of a Real Estate Investor. I'm Susie.
0: And I'm Michael. And we're excited you joined us for this adventure. So there's no time like now to be a continued student of the markets while investing in commercial real estate, especially in a bear market and with the uncertainty of a recession in the coming years. I personally don't think there's a recession coming, but I'll argue that point later on. Susie and I constantly review reports from various different sources, such as media, such as Yardi, and the Bureau of Labor Statistics, as well as other sources out there, the Marcus and Millichap and other multifamily reports that are available, as well as economic reports. So after reviewing all these reports, we thought, what a better way to share all this information with you than through our podcast. So we're going to do that over the next three podcasts with you. Susie, you want to tell us about what those podcasts are?
1: Are you ready? Yeah. Three, over the next three, right? So we're going to do a three-part series on the state of the real estate market. First one, this one, the current multifamily outlook. We're super excited about it and you'll have to stay tuned because at the very end, we're going to tell you all the greatness about Tulsa and how that's combined in all of this. The second episode is inflation and how the feds are handling it, which is also a huge topic right now. And the third and final episode, you won't want to miss it. It's going to be why heart assets, right? Especially multifamily, as they are always a great hedge against inflation. So if you're on the multifamily side, this will skyrocket you to another place. And if you're kind of iffy, definitely, definitely listen. These are going to be short episodes and you'll just learn a lot and we're excited that you're here for it.
0: Absolutely. So let's get into the first episode that Susie mentioned was Just the current multifamily outlook as it is now. So as I'm sure you're aware that like the housing, the single family housing market is cooling off, right? There's more time on the market. Prices aren't going up as much anymore because of columns and things like that, right? However, multifamily is completely different than residential single family. So I want to talk a little bit about some reports that we recently read, especially about rent growth. Two years of robust job growth have put the employment market within spitting distance of its pre-pandemic level. So that means that everything in 2022 is very similar now, or getting back to where it was in 2019 before COVID and the weird 2020 year.
1: But with that, wage growth is steady, which is awesome, right? And so the average rent is now less than the average mortgage payment, which is great for multifamily. Obviously. And so, because of that, it's making the market rental more competitive. And we're super excited about that.
0: Yeah. The rental market. Yeah. Absolutely. And with that as well, because everything is kind of cooling off, you know, 2021 saw this exponential growth, double digit, like some, some rent growth are like 20%, which is in some of these like Sunbelt states, which is incredible. But with that, you know, they are starting to taper off. Um, <laughs> and especially they're starting to taper off in these high growth markets. But the year to date rent growth is still higher than any previous year aside from 2021. So what we're, we're talking about is like 2021 was like an anomaly, right? Where you saw these, sky, these rent growth skyrocketing. In, yeah, in double digit, high double digits, like 20% plus, which is not sustainable for a long period of time. But now we're looking at 2022 and its rent growth compared back now to 2019. So pre-pandemic. So like, and then looking at those numbers and it's still increasing. If you're looking at 2017, 18, 19, and now 2022 with 2020 and 2021 removed, you still see a steady increase over those years, which is, which is really good. Absolutely. The highest rent growth still continues to be in the Sunbelt areas. But these areas are now seeing the quickest decline in growth following 2021, which makes sense because those Sunbelt areas, as I mentioned previously, are in other mar- big markets, primary markets as well, are seeing like 20, we're seeing like, you know, high teens to over 20% rent growth. And as I mentioned before, it's not sustainable. And so those are tapering off quite a bit.
1: But so with that though, like the growth... Through the mid year was still double digit percentages, which is huge, right? But as Michael talked about, like not only in the Sun Belt, like multifamily rents are decelerating from 2021's high records. And that's okay because that roller coaster ebb and flow will continue to happen. This isn't the first time and it definitely will not be the last time. So it just happens, but at least. If you were part of it this time, or if you weren't, you know that it's going to happen again so you can ride the next wave or just join now because it's going to happen eventually.
0: Yeah. And as Susie mentioned earlier as well, she said that the average mortgage payment was still higher than rents, the average rent, right? Making the rental market more competitive. A key point on that as well to kind of look at that stat even further is looking at occupancy rates. So occupancy rates have been above 96% for the past 14 months, which is incredible because there's not a lot coming online versus what demand is, especially in the markets that Susie and I invest in, right? That's why we love Oklahoma City and Tulsa and those markets like that, because there's not a lot coming online. The rent, the occupancy is higher uh, because of the demand in those specific markets there.
1: 100%. But because of that, like lenders are becoming more conservative and focused on cash flow. Instead of income growth, and that is huge, especially in a place like Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Like there is cash flow from day one because of the multifamily just assets that are out there, because of the pricing, because of all of it, because of the job growth, the whole market in general. And so, therefore, agency debt is becoming more rare. So when you do see a deal with agency debt, definitely take a deeper dive into it, but also. When you are looking at deals, try to figure out when cash flow actually occurs, because that is a huge, huge, huge part now, right? Because if rents aren't accelerating like they used to, you need to make sure that the underwriting is conservative, so that when they say like, "Oh no, we're going to see this huge jump to get that cash flow," you should be like, "Hey, wait a second! Like, where is this data coming from?"
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so to add on to what Susie's saying as well is like. We just closed a deal back in July this year in Tulsa and our lender, our agency lender said, you know, you're very lucky to get agency debt. And that that really speaks to the deal that you have because less than 10% of the deals that are being brought in trying to get agency debt on, less than 10% of those are actually getting agency debt. So because we were able to secure agency debt, it really speaks to like why we take our time, make sure that we get the assets we want, and that they are high quality assets before we actually close on them, which is really really cool.
1: Yeah, but then to go into that, right? Like Michael's going to talk about a little bit of the sales volume because we just purchased one two months ago today, which is awesome. And so I'd love for you to elaborate on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So as as we were mentioning previously in this episode, like 2021 was an anomaly year, right? Like you have high high rent growth. You also have a high amount of sales volume because rent growth is increasing. You're increasing NOI. People want to sell when they have the highest NOI, right? Because that's when your property is worth the most. But as expected, just as we see a a decline in rent growth because of 2021 is such an anomaly, sales volume since 2021 is down in 2022. However, as mentioned previously, it is still trending higher than 2018 and 2019, with 2020 being an anomaly, also being lower because of the pandemic. So, if you take out 2020 and 2021, and you look at 17, 18, 19, and then 2022, you still see a steady increase in growth in sales volume, which is really cool.
1: It is really cool. <laughs> like, what does all of this mean for us, and what does all of this mean for Tulsa, which is our well right now? It's our favorite market. We'll see what happens after we back. Stay tuned for that. But so in. Tulsa specifically, like new lease asking rents are at $939, which depending on the market, that may seem low or high. Tulsa, this is great because it's up 12.3% from the previous year, placing Tulsa 47th overall for year over year rent growth. I'm telling you now, Tulsa used to not be in that spot. So like we are super excited. There's a lot of Like economic factors that went into that because a lot of people are moving to Tulsa, young families or just young millennials, young people in general, which I'm also a millennial at the age of 32. So don't kick. You might think that's a little young. It's not, but it's like awesome for Tulsa because so much is happening there. And because of all those people migrating to Tulsa, employment has grown by 3.6% over the last 12 months while hourly wages, which is great specifically for our class that we go after, which is C plus B minus. Yes, I would love for people on sure they have salaries, but for those hourly hourly (laughs) wages, that has risen by 7.4% year over year to $28.77. And this is all data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, not something I just pulled out magically. So it's super cool that like we have a pulse on Tulsa, that, that specifically, right? Like we can get down into those details to make sure that the market that we love so much is still a market that we should be investing in.
0: Absolutely. And a couple of things here I want to add about underwriting, our underwriting specifically, when we look at deals. So Susie mentioned earlier, you know, you have double-digit rent growth, so make sure that you're paying attention to the underwriting and make sure that the when you're looking at a multifamily deal, they, they don't have some crazy number in there for year-over-year year rent growth. So like, even though Susie mentioned just a minute ago that in Tulsa, the rent growth is twelve point three percent up from the previous year. I don't underwrite to twelve point three percent, absolutely not. And so, what we usually underwrite to is somewhere between two and three percent, depending on the submarket and the market that we're actually looking at. Which then, three percent is keeping pace with inflation. Previous to the pandemic, obviously we know inflation is is up over nine percent in June of last year. But I'll get into that here in a second. But that. Make sure that we're not trying to get some crazy rents or outprice anybody and things like that. Another great thing about Tulsa and the increase in wages as well in our underwriting is we make sure that our maximum performa rents are still like one quarter or one fifth of the um, average household income in that specific submarket that we're at. Because a lot of these places, like uh, a lot of these sunbelt states, are outpricing the workforce housing or the workforce people who are living there because now they're having to pay you know, a third or even a half uh, of their monthly income has to go towards rent, which is really, really unsustainable. Like you can't live off of that. Right. And so we make sure that our performance are very affordable for the market and the submarket. And we also make sure that our rent growth is not something ridiculous. It's, you know, it's very sustainable. I think we were at like one and a half percent to 3%, depending on what submarket we're in. So the next episode that could, this kind of wraps up everything we want to talk about the current multifamily outlook, especially in Tulsa. But the next episode, we're going to dig more into inflation. As I mentioned just a minute ago, the consumer price index rose to about 9.1% in June of 2022, which is a four-decade high due to a combination of elements, including the breakdown of shipping pipelines, robust spending demand, the price of gas, owning to Russia's war in Ukraine, the growth in home values and rent increases and the overstimulation of the economy from pandemic relief packages. But we're going to dive deeper into how the Fed is addressing inflation in the next episode.
1: Yeah, so So, we'll see you next week. Can't wait. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Till next time, explore more adventure awaits.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Before you start your next adventure of the day, please take a moment to reflect on the impact that you want to make. All of our efforts combined are what make the monumental impacts. We can't do it without you. Also,
0: if you enjoyed the episode, please head over to iTunes and leave us an honest review with one of the great insights you received from the show today. And if you believe a friend, family member, or colleague would find great value in listening, please share our podcast with them. As always, your support means the world to us.
1: Until next time, explore more. Adventure awaits. Woo!